Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about the business of real life. If you're a working mom or a mompreneur, this is where you want to be. This is where we share tips right off Elaine's Kitchen Table about business and parenting. Being a mom of three and wearing multiple hats, from CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisies Limited to speaker and educator, Elaine knows how valuable your time is, so this podcast is going to be short and sweet. Whether you're tuning in while driving to a meeting, washing dishes, or sitting in the school parking lot waiting to pick up the kids, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated to be that successful person you're capable of being and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. I'm so honored to have you here with us today where we talk about the business of real life. Today we're going to cover a topic that is so important to any entrepreneur and that is social media. How do we get noticed in social media when it's so congested and just overpopulated with so many competitors and other people who want time and people's time? Well, today we have an expert with us and she's going to share with us strategies and tips to make a presence in social media and to stand out. I'm very excited to have her join us because she's come from all the way across the country and she was actually my speaker this morning at Vancouver Mompreneurs. And so I'm very excited to have her as we extend our conversation and learn more about social media because as an entrepreneur, you know, we wear multi hats and we can't be an expert in all of them. And at one point you will want to pass that hat off and hire an expert to do it. But right now, let's let's talk about social media. I'm going to introduce our speaker. She is amazing and lovely, and she thrives on helping entrepreneurs save time by managing and maximizing their social media presence so that they can attract more clients and make more money in real life and online. And she, she came this morning and she shared her seven keys to a killer social media presence. So we're going to take those ideas and strategies and share them on this show. But I'm incredibly honored to have our guest with us, Katie. Katie, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, literally. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> and for coming out all this way. I love that we can do this face-to-face. Me too. This is awesome. And how was your trip here? It's been great. You know, I really decided that this trip out to Vancouver would actually be a vacation. So I've spent lots of time with my dad. I've done all kinds of fun things with my wife. And yesterday we got to spend the afternoon in Steveston. And it was really fun for me because I love to watch Once Upon a Time. And they were filming in Steveston today. So yesterday they were setting up all the signs so it looked like Storybrooke. Oh, and I was just in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I'm glad you got to catch that. Good yes. timing. Yeah. Very good timing. Now, I've, I've shared what you do, and you're a very successful entrepreneur. And often people think that when you're successful, you're lucky. And that is not the case. There's a lot of hard work that goes behind that. And I'd, I'd love for you to share like even one of your stories about one of your biggest mistakes in business. And what did you learn from that? One of my biggest mistakes probably happened about two years in to running my business. I started my business as a generalist virtual assistant. So yes, I did social media, but I also did lots of other administrative type tasks for my clients. And the mistake that I made was the same mistake my clients made. I believed I could do it all myself. 
And I reached a point where I was a hypocrite in my own business. So I would encourage my clients to delegate, delegate, delegate anything that they didn't have time to do or didn't have the skills to do. But I wasn't following my own advice and I was trying to do it all myself. And I crashed and burned. Mm. It was really, really hard to accept that, no, I'm not that kind of, you know, perfect person. I can't do absolutely everything. I can't keep all the plates spinning. No, I think that's great advice. I think as an entrepreneur, we, it's understandable that, you know, when you start out, you have to wear all the hats. Yeah. And But you want to have your business survive longer than your own personal burnout. Exactly. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing that with us. And... I was so honored for you to be part of Vancouver Entrepreneurs this morning as our speaker sharing yeah, was, your strategies. What a great group of women. They are this a really great group. And uh, we learned a lot from you this morning, so thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Carrying it on here. Yeah. So, Katie, what would you say are the top three mistakes that you see small business owners do in social media? The, you know, there's quite a few mistakes that they make. So... And we talked a little bit about it at the the meeting today of the mompreneurs. So the the top three would be the uh, possibly the the most damaging mistake that they make is the fact that they don't understand that social media is a low cost marketing tool, but it it's definitely not a no cost marketing tool. There is some investment that's required, and, and yes, that's time is a big one but at some point down the line you are going to need to invest in someone to help you manage your social media presence to create that social media strategy and perhaps even determine if perhaps twitter ads or facebook ads or linkedin ads need to be part of that strategy in which case you need to have some kind of budget for that so it's it's not free unfortunately Mm -hmm. that's the first mistake The second mistake is in how they even create content for social media. They're pushing their product or their service onto their followers and not understanding that they need to pull them in and encourage them to engage, right? So what I mean by that is constantly putting content out there that basically screams, buy my stuff. Mm. Because that is the fastest way to turn off your followers. That's another big mistake that they make. A third mistake would be... Hmm. So many to choose from. Yeah, there, there really are. There really are. It's, it, it's really unfortunate. Oh, it's... Did you oh. say heading the wrong... Well, platforms? trying to be in too many places at once, really, is a big mistake. What I would say to anybody is do the little bit of research about where your target market spends most of their time on social media, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is for them, and then get really good at that platform. Forget about the rest. Get really good at that one and then look at rolling out your presence on other platforms because it's way better to be awesome on one platform than to suck at several of them. Yes, and I would say that's when you want to know your avatar, who your ideal client and customer is because you don't want to spend all that time and money and effort presenting great content but they're not visible. Yeah, it's falling flat on the wrong platform. So that that is very important. I love what you said about the push and pull in in content creation and how I love that visual. You said it so eloquently, us too often we are trying to push 
our product, our services onto people. Yeah. And we should be pulling them in with with value. Exactly. Something that's useful, something that's relevant to them. Even if it's not relevant to your business or your industry or your product, your clients are people, right? They're not one dimensional. They they're very much three dimensional. They have other interests and you may be able to intrigue them by touching on that and and putting together you know okay so what does that have to do with what Elaine can offer me and it just gets them thinking absolutely and I, I think like you said it's they are people and we would not have business without people and it's so important to, to be authentic and to reach out and know what people's interests are without tricking them so you're not yes. just putting out a lure just to grab them but yeah. to say no hey, you know what? I want to <laughs> give you value and I appreciate you following me so here's some great content yeah. that I hope can help your day be easier or yeah. your week like be I easier. love what you said about how you post first thing in the morning a quick four ingredient breakfast recipe it has nothing to do with your product necessarily but it has everything to do with their lives with and mom. your product supports you know, part of their life. So, thank you. So, I'm going to ask you then how how does how does someone set themselves apart in this very congested social media world where everybody wants everybody's attention and it's so hard to like shine. Yes. So, what would you suggest? I, to, and, to do and I would say that's probably you know the, one of the number one struggles that my clients come to me with is how do I set myself apart? And one of the ways you do that. And it's going to sound very cliche when I say this, but it's by being authentic. Mm-hmm. And people say, well, how do I be authentic on social media? All I want you to do is be yourself and choose parts of your life that you are okay, you know, being a little bit vulnerable about and sharing on social media. So, you know, not everyone wants to put their kids on the internet, and I totally respect that, but there are still aspects of your life that you can share. Everyone knows I love Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> you know. 7 p.m. on Thursday nights, I put up right on Facebook. I'm watching Grey's Anatomy. Don't, you know, don't interrupt me. And it's gotten to the point now where people will be like, I know you're watching Grey's Anatomy. They're sending me Facebook messages saying, I know Grey's is on, but, can, you know, when, when it's done, can you, like, answer this for me? You know, it's, it's things like that. It just makes you relatable. Real. Absolutely. Yeah. And it builds what's, you know, the, the like, trust factor. Absolutely. I, and, yeah, I think that's so important in... When people know you behind because they people buy people and not products and services right? exactly exactly especially now with this wonderful movement towards supporting local people really want to know the, the little tiny stories behind everything they want to know you know when it comes to food they want to know where the tomato was grown mm-hmm. and they want to know the farmer's story Mm-hmm. Everything is a story, and that's what people relate to. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Whether it's on Dragon's Den, it's all about the story. Yeah. To to a local restaurant that I can think of here in Vancouver that um, will also state on the menu the name of the farmer. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that produce came from or where the fish came from. And, and it just makes it really down-to-earth and absolutely. a sense of community and yeah. that you're supporting somebody. Absolutely. Another really great thing you can do as well to stand out on social media, it always blows my mind when this happens to me because it's so unusual. But if someone checks into your business on Facebook or they tag your business on Facebook or Twitter, respond to them, like engage with them. A few months ago, Cheryl and I went to go see a movie and I you know, checked in 
When I left the movie, someone from that movie theater had commented and said, I hope you enjoy the show. I was just like, what? <laughs> you remember this kind of thing, right? <laughs> and then yesterday when we were in Steveston, I checked into one of the locations. And, you know, l- later in the day, they liked that I had mm-hmm. checked in. You know, people mm-hmm. want that to happen, but they don't expect that to happen. Mm. They're looking for that interaction from you when they've gone that extra mile to do something they didn't have to do absolutely they look for something in return so if you can wow your followers just by liking something you're going to make their day absolutely and and i think it goes with positive feedback and negative i think that when someone comments with a criticism i think it's great to say thank you and and learn from it and move forward because it'll say a lot about your business and about you personally to not ignore or hide the, the negative but to say thank you for pointing that out exactly let me address that and you can say I'll, I'll private message you or at least acknowledge yeah acknowledge it yeah because it's, it's your customer it service diff- department at that absolutely, point right? right and it diffuses so quickly because exactly. you you gave them the attention that they that you acknowledge them yeah absolutely so I'm gonna hop into your eureka moment okay <laughs> so what would you say Katie is your best lesson that you learned in your journey, from your own journey, or from a mentor in your own business life? Okay. So when I, I actually started my business by accident. I call myself the accidental entrepreneur. What had happened was I was working for the bank for a very long time, and I suffered a nervous breakdown. I was about 26, 27 years old. And by the time my stress leave was up, I the thought of going back to work made me sick. Mm. I just, I didn't want to do it. So I, I quit the job, I left corporate, and then I tried to decide what is it that I should do. I had a couple part-time jobs, and then I thought, oh, you know what? I'll open my own business. That'll be easy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all laugh together. Yeah, you know, 27 years old, totally naive. <laughs> You know, did not know what I was getting myself into. Easy, easy. And yeah, I started this accidental business and, and that's where it's at today. So I really think the Eureka moment was just being naive enough to just go for it. You know, I didn't realize that there would be obstacles. And so when I came across them, I didn't know that's what they were. Whereas other people start a business and they hit roadblock after roadblock and they want to give up. Hmm. But I didn't know it was supposed to be that way. And that, that that would be really my advice for anyone too is to just, just leap, just leap, leap, and the net will appear. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You might have to go through a couple of nets, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's actually funny you say that. At my um, my wedding, my my bridesmaid gave a, a speech, and that was the quote she used. Her whole mm. speech was built around that. It stayed with me ever since. That is beautiful. Yeah. And yeah, it, you just have to leap. You do you have to leap because yeah. life would be. Passing you right by. Yeah, and surround yourself with people who will catch you. Yes, 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 and yes. Yep, absolutely. Remove yourself from those people who will tear you down. Exactly. Because unfortunately, it is easier to take someone down than to pull someone up. Exactly. Yeah. But yes, but keep pulling other people up with you. Yes, that's right. Thank you for sharing that. And of course, being the Easy Daisies creator and all about creating good habits and, and life. What would you say are your top two or three habits that you do daily or just habits that you do in business that help you have success? 
Oh, definitely. I've, I've got a couple and these were all, all taught to me by my business coach. So that's success habit number one is, you know, hire a business coach or a really strong mentor who has been where you want to go to in business because they can help you get there. The second thing is I run my life on an egg timer. So I set, whenever I'm working on a task, I set the egg timer for 45 minutes. And I work on it, I'm focused for 45 minutes. Then when the egg timer goes off, I get up, I, I leave my office, because I, I work from home, and I, you know, even if I just, if it's winter, I walk around the house, but I leave my office and come back. And it's just so much better for my mental health. Mm-hmm. The third thing that really works for me is I only check email three times a day. Wow. I check it at 8.30 in the morning. I check it at 12.30 just before I go for lunch, and then I check it at 4.30. And what's really helped me with that, if you have uh, either a Gmail or a Google Apps for Work email account, there's a Chrome extension called Inbox Pause. And whenever you are finished looking at your email, you press the pause button and it just sort of filters any incoming emails out of your inbox until you hit the play button and then it moves any new emails what? back in. Yeah, it's changed my life. What? <laughs> oh, that's and crazy. as someone who has to be on a computer, you know, all it's so day, tempting, right, it's so tempting to check your email and, and you yeah, it's time. changed my life. No kidding. Well, yeah. there's a tidbit. They can all turn this off now because you learned something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. And it's a free extension, you know. And that's with Gmail? Yeah, it works on Gmail. I think inboxpause.com is probably the, Inboxpause. the URL. Inboxpause.com. Yeah. I'll have to check that out because it is, is t- it's, it's very time-consuming, and I actually have a virtual assistant who helps me with my emails. Yeah. And I love her to pieces because <laughs> <laughs> I have way too many. Yeah. No, it's like 43,000 unread emails. and I don't even, like my personal email, I, I don't even know. I have no idea what's anymore. happening in my personal yeah. life. And until a teacher calls me, did you see that email? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> oh, dear. I, that's when I appreciate handwritten notes, too. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. What happened to the phone? Why can't you call? <laughs> yes, right? Because it, that's a whole other podcast. Just it is. Just learning to time manage with emails because you don't want to waste time rereading the same email over and over and not being able to answer them because you don't always want to text a business reply with your thumbs and yeah. because thank god that I don't even have my emails come to my phone anymore well done yeah well that, that done. was hard to do crazy crazy <laughs> yes I'm right you, you don't want to spend all that time unless you can answer that email right when you read it so you don't have to come back and read it three times until that point exactly Crazy, crazy. You are awesome and incredible. Well, and thank you for and having me. This has been so much fun. It has, and I'd love to have you on again. We'll talk about something else. Yes. Social media related. Totally. There's so much we could talk about. And Katie, thank you very much for sharing your expertise. I know that I have learned so much from you and been inspired, and I know our listeners have been inspired, and I've grabbed at least one gem. <laughs> so thank you. You're thank welcome. You for You're very welcome. Thank you so much for being a part of Elaine's Kitchen Table today, and I'm always loving to hear from you. So you can find me on Twitter at Chat with Elaine or on Facebook at Elaine's Kitchen Table, and I love hearing your feedback. I'd also be so honored if you could take a moment and go on iTunes and give the show a rating, and that always helps our podcast to come up uh, more visibly in iTunes, so I'd be honored if you could take a moment to do that. Thank you so much, and I'm honored to have your time today. So thank you, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.